The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast. Best listened to in a Mazda BT-50. Built smart and built tough. Make sure it's built like a BT-50. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls... The Weekend Legends. Good morning, it's Mick Happy Day, and we're thrilled to be with you, Andrew Rose. I'm so Mick Happy to be here. What does the sporting sporting weekend hold for you? Well, tomorrow I'm going out to the double header Big Bash games at Dremoyne Oval, and later this hour we're gonna to talk to Sixers star Aaron Burns about it all. The NRL offseason is heating up. Mm. The Rugby League Players Association is saying the no-fault stand-down rule is not working with all the trouble that's brewing, and we have a look at that later in this hour. Yes. We're also going to talk next hour to Brendan O'Neill, Brendan O'Neill from the Sydney FC, about the Beyond Blue Cup when they take on Melbourne Victory tomorrow. Yes, the Big Blue Derby tomorrow. It's going to be great. Stephen Beaver Menzies is playing in the Legends of League. Wait, we're going to talk to Beaver? And we're going to find out whether he has a headgear display cabinet. <laughs> Big show still to come. But our next, we break down Code Wars, the controversial result. Who really won out of that? No one. Uh, mate, wherever, wherever it wants to be, it'll be. You know, just get some judges that can score. We're going to find out what made Gal so angry, and that's next here on the Weekend Legends Triple M. Put your feet up on the dash, recline the seat, and let these guys take the wheel, metaphorically. Obviously. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Judges of Ringtime, Martin O'Malley and Brett Menton both score the about 57 to 57, a draw. The decision is a majority draw. The result may have been controversial Ooh. last night, but it was undeniably a spectacle to watch. It's the Weekend Legends here on Sydney's Triple M, and the Code Wars draw has left a lot of unanswered questions, Chris. Boo! Well, the first question I want to ask, Lachlan, is a draw. What is this, cricket or something? Yeah, I mean, And a majority draw. I don't even know what that, that... That doesn't mean it's a draw, right? If it's a majority draw. What it is is there were two judges who gave it 57 apiece in the Gallon versus Hall Stoush. Okay. And one judge gave it to Gallon 58 to 56. And I think Gal agrees with that. I think he conceded maybe one or two rounds went to Hall of the Six. Okay, so is that why they call it majority? Because there was two judges that voted draw and one that jo- voted Gal. Because to me, that means Gal wins. No, no, the two draws, it's it's the majority of the decision. So that. there were two draws, hence a majority draw. If it was if it were three draws, unanimous. Listen, I don't trust boxing as far as I could throw it anyways. Even rounds, like you never thought to have 13 rounds so you can decide a winner. It's like they want to draw sometimes, man. So it leaves Gal with nine wins and one draw in his 10 <laughs> professional fights and Noodles Hall with one draw from one fight. I tell you, it's, it's who you ask... And an opinion on that fight. You ask a Melbourne person, oh, Barry Hall was great. You know, he, he hit some punches. He moved around. You, you, you ask a Sydney person, it's like, Gallon destroyed him. I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone seems pretty split on this. Well, it was a matter of quality versus quantity. Right, okay. So Barry Hall said, I got cleaner shots in, though Gal hit me more times. Yeah, and I think everyone agreed that Gal hit Hall more times. Did Barry Hall get points for hugging Gallon for half the fight? He just hugged him the whole time. Well, that was one of Gal's beefs. He said that he uh, Hall hugged him constantly, which was like 20 or 30 seconds of ring time. And we know they're only two-minute rounds. Yeah, that was annoying. I mean, with so many stoppages, it wasn't AFL versus NRL. It was like <laughs> rugby union versus NRL, wasn't it, with those many stoppages? I tell you this much. If they went three minute rounds, Gal would have won that fight convincingly. I think uh, there, there was a couple of times where the ref kind of stopped it early and those two minute rounds, they all were in favor of Hall. He was gassed. Gal said, I consistently had the pressure on as I yeah. hear more times. And to him, however, it felt like a loss. And if there's anyone who knows about losing, it's... 
yeah. Paul Gallen, the yeah. most losingest player in and, the history of NRL. And he was pretty unhappy too, because after the fight, he was asked about whether there's a potential uh, for another rematch. So you are interested in that rematch, though. It, it obviously makes some sense. We saw a draw here tonight. Yeah, it makes some sense. I think everyone will like it. Maybe that's why the judges gave it a draw. I don't know, but they're more than happy to do it again. We do that in Sydney. Oh, mate, wherever, wherever it wants to be, it'll be. You know, just get some judges that can score. Say <laughs> <laughs> so what you really think, Gal. He says he wants to go on holidays, Rose. Where do you think he'd head to? Holidays for Gal? I mean, Bali's out of the question now, isn't it? No one's allowed to go there anymore. La Favela's is a no-go zone. <laughs> Maybe the Sunshine Coast, I think. But the big question out of all of this is where does this leave Sonny Bill Williams? Yeah, because as we know last week, Sonny Bill was asked about the fight and he said, I'll fight the winner. I'll take him on. And my wrestling brain has already clicked in, Chris. I want a triple threat ladder match between Barry Hall, Gallon and SBW. <laughs> Put it in a cage, halftime at the NRL Grand Final. How good would that be? Well, it'd be better than what we normally get at yeah, halftime exact, in yeah. the Grand Final. Forget the bands, triple threat ladder match. Lost in all of this is last night we crowned a new world champion in the WBA super flyweight. Andrew Maloney from Australia beat Elton Darry from the USA. Good on you, Maloney. Good at doing it for the Andrews. And that was part of the rationale of this fight was to launch Maloney's career. And I hope that that's one of the results from the no result. <laughs> but you've got some good news for everyone who was really banking the NRL in and it relates to Billy Slater, don't you? What's this? The Billy Slater story that he took on an AFL great in wrestling when he was yes. training for St Kilda. They had a wrestle this week. They challenged Slater and an AFL great to have a wrestle, and Slater absolutely destroyed him in front of all the St Kilda guys. So maybe maybe a four-way match. We can get Slater in there as well. Code Wars, I think the NRL's ahead of the AFL. <laughs> oh, the winning. rematch will draw just as many eyes, if not more, and Sonny Bill's obviously eagerly awaiting that, which is what we really want. Oh, you want to see him throw down? Yes, please. That's what we want. But up next, it's just another NRL off-season. We're going to talk about the bad boys next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. Sit back, relax, and let these guys do the thinking. Well, at least talking. Lambs Weekend Legends. The Weekend Legends for the Mazda BT50. Built tough like a BT50, a Mazda BT50. And Rugby League doesn't go a week without some sort of negative press, does it, Chris? Lachlan, we were hoping that this off-season would be a time off from the Rugby League scandal meter, but it hasn't been that way, Rose. What are you talking about? I pray, wake up every morning and pray that there's more scandals. The man who really dislikes the rugby league offseason is NRL CEO Todd Greenberg because he has to keep his phone on at night. He must just hate that, right? Like he just wants to not think about it for a month and just watch Mars Singer and everyone's texting him about a barley fight. It's just I thought Todd's more of a bachelorette guy. But, oh, uh, he'd love the batchy, but for he's, sure. He's been quoted today as saying, I get frustrated because there's so much good stories to be told. <laughs> I want to talk about the great things that our players do off the field, but unfortunately I'm a realist <laughs> yeah. to know that when someone makes a poor decision, I have to be accountable to that, and I have to talk about it. Well, let's talk about it a bit. Sure, yeah, we, I feel accountable too. Uh-oh. Oh, here they come. There's that familiar tune. Uh-oh, someone's getting into a brawl outside a club. Josh Dugan's been in a Queensland nightclub fracas. Oh, has he? Sammy Burgess has an AVO after an altercation with his father-in-law. Hello. Um, this is quite serious. Manisi Fano from Manly is effectively under house arrest about a knife attack at a church dance. Heavy. That's heavy news, yeah. And the no-fault stand-down rule applies there, and I want to talk about that in a moment. But, of course, the hot point in the off-season is, of course, La Favela's a barley. Have you been? And let's go. No, I really want to go, though. It feels like a tourist spot. Now, like you want to get a photo out, I get a photo of you punching me outside that place. <laughs> this is where Nelson Asafa Solomona went the knuckle in defending uh, Suli Vinavalu. Yeah, and then more recently, of course, David Fafita from the Brisbane Broncos. Oh man, he just can't stay out of trouble, Fafita. I really because I like him as a player. I think he's a good player. Future of the league. When he focuses on the game, he's great. But he just he, he, he trouble follows him.
I don't know what it is. So allegations he took a swing at a security guard as he went past on a moped or something. What? <laughs> what? When you play Monopoly in Bali, what do you think the value of the get-out-of-jail card is? Uh, no idea. $30,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, it was 10 about two moves ago, but then they decided they could make more money off it. <laughs> this was what he paid for what was branded a peace agreement. Can you believe how openly they're just cool with, like, yeah, you just pay us money and we'll let you go. I just can't believe that a country does that. That feels like a tourist destination to me. It, oh, yeah, we should go. Now, the, <laughs> the emphasis has been that it was his money, not the Broncos, but then bizarrely now the Broncos are best place to re-sign David Fafita. At a reduced price. He was talking about a million dollars per season. Not happening now. Now it looks like a four-year deal. Uh, sorry, four-year deal with $3 million. So he's lost about a quarter of a mil each year, yeah, even though the Broncos didn't pay a cent. Yeah, and didn't the Broncos come out and say, no, we didn't yeah. give him the money? No, it's all his yeah. money, da-da-da. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Triple M's Paul Ken is in the Telegraph today saying, the integrity unit, its investigations, this whole process needs to be more transparent. Okay. Yeah. Well, how transparent? Like put it on live television? <laughs> well, yes, live stream it. I mean, they're live oh. streaming the Sun Yang doping scandal right now. I tell you what, they're struggling, to find, last night. They're tr- struggling to find people to tune in after The Bachelor. Man, like rugby league controversy live featuring Todd Greenberg would just be amazing. This has led the Rugby League Players Association to question the no-fault stand-down rule. Okay, so explain. I hear you say that sometimes. What is the no-fault stand-down rule? Under the new arrangements following the DeBellin controversy, and this was applied to Dylan Walker from Manly as well, if you are charged with an offence mm-hmm. whose maximum sentence can be more than 11 years, you are not allowed to play for your club, but you can continue to train until the matter is legally resolved. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. The association is saying the emphasis needs to be on education, rehabilitation, support, not penalties, because the penalties aren't really deterring the behaviour. It's clearly not stopping anyone. Yeah. And I think that's true. I yeah. don't think they really think this through when they're in the heat of La Favela with all that music and colour and uh, movement. Rave music. But I think there is the issue of optics, and I think the NRL's got to stand solid on this. Yeah. Now, for feeder, he's got integrity unit to worry about. He's got the Broncos to deal with. But most importantly, he's got his mother, Gwen, to deal with. Oh, she, she's a, a big part of his life and makes a lot of decisions for him, right? Yes. He said she will ultimately decide who I sign with. And there was footage of her embracing her son at the airport when he returned from Bali. Yep. But I can lip read and she says, just wait till I get you home. Oh, no. Big trouble for David. Hopefully we've seen our last bad boy for 2019 as well. And wonder, no. wonder what 2020 will <laughs> You're bring. Kidding. Keep it locked on Triple M. We've got our Karcher pressure, uh, pressure test coming up before 11. And doubles to the big blue tomorrow as well, which nice. we're going to give away after 11. Cool. But next, we've got Erin Burns from the Sydney Sixers. After their derby win last night, we're going to chat to her next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Like having a weekend to the plums. M's weekend legends. Back with Chris and Rose on Triple M. And women's sport is making waves in leaps and bounds. And a pioneer and contributor of that would be the success of the women's Big Bash, Chris. And particularly the Sydney Sixers, Lachlan, who last night defeated the Sydney Thunder in the local derby. Three for 152 versus eight for 112 with Dremoyne Oval Race. Tell you what, Chris, it feels good to win a derby. It's taken the Sixers back to the top of the Big Bash table. And they take on the Melbourne Renegades tomorrow, 2.10pm at Dremoyne Oval. And to take us through, the action is all-rounder Erin Burns from the Sixers. Erin, great win last night. Yeah, it's always good, as you said, to get, a, to get one over the Crosstown rivals. And um, I don't think we've um, put two wins from two, uh, two games on the board against these guys since the competition began. So it's even sweeter that way. Oh, interesting. Very sweet indeed. Now, I was watching the game, Erin, and the, <laughs> the commentators were concerned for you because you closed out the innings with Elise Perry who was, uh, <laughs> let's, let's face it, going the tonk. And they were worried that it was the most exhausting seven not out of six balls ever <laughs> performed. Is that how you felt? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, I was there just kind of saying, I'm, I'm running two no matter what. So, um, 
yeah, head down and there wasn't really kind of too much thinking on my behalf. It was just great watching watching Elise do her thing um, from the other end. Obviously, she's had a fantastic tournament so far and she's really been able to close out a few a few innings for us and get and get a few get, you know take us to a few few good good solid totals um particularly over the last couple of games so yeah it's always always good watching from the other end yeah i thought she did a great job of understanding it was a slow pitch and just having a measured innings i think she was 50 off 50 and then ended up with 81 off 70 balls it was great mm, she's a star uh erin it's rose here uh, you had a bowl last night two overs one for 15 and something else the commentators were saying during the game is that almost everyone in the sixes can bowl how hard is it to get an over in in a game yeah, yeah. Obviously, it does tend to kind of factor in in terms of um, conditions. You know, we do have um, well, we've got four, four spinners and, and two of two of those are probably two of the best in the world at the moment. Wow. So in um, Dunavant, Nikirk, and Ashley Gardner, and then you know our, our pace attack isn't too bad either. With mm. um, you know, obviously Elise Perry and and um, Marathon Cut, but Tara Ailey's been doing really, really well for us. Um, we're kind of blessed to be in the position that we are, that we have such versatility with our bowling attack. Hmm. My tip is to uh, clean the skipper's boots. That always seems <laughs> to help. <laughs> and, and talk about getting a bowl, getting a bat. I mean, you're batting number four, and with Elise Perry and Elisa Healy going berserk at the top of the order. It's tough. It's hard to get a bat, and there's a real swing towards batting in the Big Bash. More 150-plus scores than we've ever seen. How yeah. are we going to get that pendulum back in balance, do you think? Um, yeah, look, as, as I kind of said, it's, it, they've, been, they've been playing exceptionally well, but her and Elisa um, are really kind of teeing off early up. It really just seems to kind of work um, with, with our batting lineup. We've got quite a diverse and um, uh, batting lineup, for, particularly for the first six. So, um, yeah, look, when, when you get a go, it's, it's always good to kind of get out there. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's some fun problems to have as a Sixers fan. We're too many bowlers and everyone can bat. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, if, if we look ahead tomorrow, we have a big doubleheader tomorrow at Dremoyne Oval. We've got the Scorchers v. The Heat starting at 10 a.m. And then you guys take on the Renegades in the main game. Uh, I was out at Dremoyne Oval last year for the semis and finals for you guys, and I loved that ground. I thought the women's semis and the women's finals there last year was a fantastic atmosphere, a fantastic vibe. And with the women's league this year being standalone, do you guys feel like uh, Dremoyne Oval is becoming a bit of a fortress for you guys? Yeah, like we've always always get a, a good crowd through the gates. Obviously, yeah, the semi-final and the final was incredible. Um, the atmosphere that we kind of had out there, particularly on, on final day, was was something that I've, I've never personally kind of oh. been been a part of from a, from a women's sport perspective. So, yeah, it was it was amazing. It's a full day out, Chris. It's the best. Yeah, and the doubleheader is in partnership with the charity Proud to Play. It's the inaugural Pride Party tomorrow. Subject close to your heart. You married your partner Anne last year. Rainbow families encouraged to attend. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I, I got the got the word from um, GM and, and uh, obviously kind of our media our media crew that um yeah it was going to be a pride party on Sunday so yeah look I think it's it's obviously something that that the Sixers are really really proud of they're really they're really pushing the inclusion um from from a lot of angles that they're, they're obviously kind of doing this pride party but they've been really pushing the inclusion from um, disability um, indigenous peoples and then also everyone across the board. Mm. So the Sixers take on the Melbourne Renegades, 2.10pm tomorrow at Dremoyne Oval. Erin Burns, all the best in the game, and make sure you stare down the Brisbane Heat when they play their game for us, will you? Oh, always. There's always a bit of a filthy stare going on. Don't worry, I'll be coming. Yeah, don't forget, you can catch the Sixers as they take on the Renegades tomorrow afternoon at 2pm at Dremoyne Oval. Good fun day out, so get down there and support Sydney Sport. But next, but next, we have your injury report from this week in league and some retirees who were sad to see go. That's next. It's on the Weekend Legends, Triple M. 
a show that combines our two great loves, The Weekend and Working Half-Assed. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose. And don't forget, in about 15 minutes, we're going to do a Karcher pressure test as well, so stick around Ooh. for that. But as our casual- as casualties of our great game, Rugby League does lead players to regular injuries and premature retirements, Chris. Yes, Lachlan. I'm getting a bit of that feeling in the pit of my stomach about that pressure test, Rose. It really... Oh, I thought you were about to say you are about to wrap it up and retire. I was getting excited oh, there. For that, some... that might be happening as well. <laughs> yes, the news this week that Slade Griffin, Premiership winner with the Melbourne Storm and most recently with the Newcastle Knights, is retiring really prematurely. Yeah. Probably only played about 30, 40 first grade games and had endured four knee reconstructions Jeez, in that time. man. I, you, I have one, I'm done. I guess okay, so it's tough when you've only got two knees. It's a debut in 2013 as well. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's so quick. But the big news, of course, is your boy, Kieran Foran, who's had surgery yet again, another shoulder reconstruction last Tuesday. What, what did I do? Did I <laughs> kick a black cat once or something? What? Why are the dogs such bad luck this year? Oh, it's just caught up with them, mate. I can't Karma. win, bro. Now, it was interesting. Canterbury said that they discovered that there was new and additional damage, and he's actually going under the knife again this week for a bit more of a cleanup. Yeah, they did like a surgery and went, no, it's way worse. So I think it was originally six months. Now they're saying he's going to miss the whole season. Yeah, nine to 12 months. And, and there's a bit of positioning going on here in case foreign retires because there is significant salary cap exemptions mm. if a player is forced into premature medical retirement. I think the dogs tried to do this with Kieran once before when he did his toe about two years ago. They were trying to talk him into retirement. I'll tell you what, in recent years he's done his shoulder, his hamstring, his back, his quad and his toe. Huh. Yet he still goes on. Now, there have been recent medical retirements that look like they're going to qualify for this exemption. Sam Burgess from South. Matt Gillette from the Broncos and Ben Madalino from the Tigers. This is what Burgess did, though, right? He did exactly this, didn't he? I don't know whether the injuries are the same. He, I know he, both of their shoulders are bags of chips. I know that Yeah, much. but they've gone, hey, how about a retirement? Hey, look at that salary cap. Isn't that handsome? Is that Greg Inglis as well? Uh, that was a different issue. That was Yeah, yeah that was more personal, I yeah, think. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and there weren't as generous exemptions for that because he has to be counted for his employment against the yeah, cap and things like that. Right. So what do you think Kieran thinks about retiring? Uh, well, I mean, I get a vibe from Kieran Foran that he, more than anything in the world, wants to play rugby league. But like you said, his knees are a bag of chips. I feel like my best years are yet to come. So it, Someone's <laughs> going to sit him down and go, dude, you, you, you're injury riddled at the moment. You've got to slow down with this. My best days are ahead of me stuff. No, no, I like it. I think I love the ambition. I hope that he does recover. Joining the lights of Lockie Lewis, Jack Cogger, and Brendan Wakeham taking the dogs to great heights. Great news for dogs fans, though, Rose. Guess what? What? You've got a new short sponsor. Mm. Hitachi Cooling and Heating. Yeah, sick. And if there's something you want in your rugby league shorts, it's cooling and heating. <laughs> Hopefully that casualty ward starts to become a little bit more vacated as we move towards the 2020 NRL season. But hey, you sports fans, we want to reward you. We're playing our Karcher pressure test next. One triple three five three. If you've been watching sport this week, we're going to do that next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. Not sure if it's the show you'd give 10 out of 10, but these guys do high-five each other a lot. So high-five! Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and sports fans need to be rewarded for watching sport each week. And thanks to Karcher, let's do this. Pressure. The Under Pressure Test. Why do sports fans get rewarded for watching sport and I get punished by having to sit here with Chris and talk about it? It's a nightmare. But this is the pressure test. This is your chance to win a heart karcher, high pressure cleaner. What are we doing? We're doing fifth question, Chris. What do you reckon? Whoever answers the fifth question correctly gets the karcher. Right. If you get it wrong, you're out. The next person's in. We're going to start with Dave from Gray's Point. Dave, you there? Yeah, mate. Who's your rugby league team? 
Uh, the bunnies. Oh, he's right. a rabbit. Okay, I've got, I got good faith in you then, Dave. You ready to take on the pressure test? I am. Here we go. Here's your first question. Who won in last night's Code Wars fight between Paul Gallen and Barry Hall? It was a draw. Oh, I like, I like Dave already. Nor was boxing the winner in no, my no. view, but there you go. <laughs> Nobody really won. Question two for you, Dave. Legends of League is on today. Can you name a team in Legends of League? Um, I'm, I'm Legends of League. Oh, no, unfortunately, uh, Dave. Yeah, I knew he'd go south. Typical south fan. Let's go to Sam in Blakos. Oh, I went to school in Blakos. Sam, who uh, name one team in the Legends of League coming up today? Uh, barbarians. Oh, he went for the Barbarians. Yeah. How good Sam, is that? you're clearly a fan. I love yes, that. I like that. Question three, Sam, you're on your way to the fifth one that's wins you the Karcher pressure cleaner. Manly secured two big signings this week. Who are they? Uh, the Trebovic brothers. Yes, very good. Thirteen million over six years. Can you believe that? I wonder how they split it. Would you say yes to that? Yes, I would. Yeah, me too. Uh okay, question four for you, Sam. The WBBL Women's Derby was on last night. Who won? Uh, Sydney. Sydney Derby. Oh, the Sydney Derby. Excuse me. The two Sydney teams. Which team won? Thunder. Oh, oh. sorry, Sam. To 50-50 question. Zach from Castle Hill gets to tap this one in. Zach, who won the BBL Sydney Derby last night? Uh, the six is by 40 runs. Oh, yes. Good stuff, Zach. All right. Fifth question. This is your chance to wear, uh, uh, win a pressure cleaner. Here we go. Is Usman Kawaja in or out for the upcoming Australian Test Series? Uh, out. Oh, Zach's Bingo, our Zach. winner. Good well on done. you, Zach. You win a high pressure cleaner. Good effort by everyone there. Congratulations to Zach. You've won yourself a Karcher high-pressure washer. Thanks to Karcher. Life's most satisfying clean. I don't know if Zach's going to be using it or possibly giving it to his dad. I feel like when he uses it, it's going to shoot him across the lawn. Yeah, he's it's it's a strong thing. Congratulations, Zach. We'll get you out there. Hey, we've got a big second hour coming up on the Legends, including Steve Menzies is wow. going to join us after 11. That's coming up. It's Weekend Legends here on Triple M. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast. Best listen to in a Mazda BT. Built smart and built tough. Make sure it's built like a BT50.